This podcast is part what? of the TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network what? at www.tpsradio.net. Pod, TPS Radio, WrestleMania 28. This year, it's not written in the stars, but we're going to be talking about four stars in particular: CM Punk, Chris Jericho, Undertaker, Triple H. In no necess- in no necessary order. Let's let's first, Mike, talk about the CM Punk Chris Jericho best in the world match. The match to decide who is the best in the world and what they do. But yes. it's an interesting concept, that because surely, if, say, and I'm not saying this is what I want to happen, if, say, CM Punk loses the match, right? Mm-hmm. If CM Punk were to lose the match, and so he's clearly not the best, I guess not the best in the world at wrestling if he loses the match, but couldn't he become the best in the world at, say, filing cabinets? Yes. yes. Making filing cabinets out of bits of Play-Doh. Yes. yes. And then selling them to the poor. Yes. Yes. See? Problem solved. Yes. So I think... So yes. I think... But in reality, what I suspect we're having this because... Because Jericho is being such a bastard and calling CM Punk a bastard, in fact, and using and about every other word on the sort of... What is he saying? He's saying that his dad was an alcoholic. Yes. Which they're saying is true, which I'm sure it actually isn't. Um, they're saying that his sister has problems with drugs and they're saying I found it a bit odd that they said Punk was born out of wedlock as if that means anything these days I mean, is it getting too personal does does this match need this Mike I mean I liked it when they were arguing about who's the best in the world I mean have they, have they kind of like taken a wrong turn so to speak in terms of the storyline do you feel it, it feels like they've just thrown this in on top yeah, they're getting a bit desperate for heat, it seems, where I think two people, Chris Jericho saying I'm better than you, CM Punk saying I'm better than you, let's be honest, most boxing matches, Ali, Frazier, etc., were based on that. Yeah. Why don't you roll with that? I'm better than you, no, I am, let's have a match, prove it. You reckon, is that enough for Mania? Yeah. Oh, fair enough then. Ultimate Rory Hulk Hogan. Oh, that's true. Um, I, 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 th- I think it is. I don't think you need all that bull between it you know I mean I think if you're going to have a second or third match down the line which they probably will then perhaps you do you could add that in but for Mania you know this could I mean out of all the matches on Mania this is potentially the match that maybe you know that fair enough this doesn't have the interest of any of the uh, of the uh, of the other two matches uh, you know Roxena Triple H Undertaker but it, it, it in terms of the people wrestling it could be the best match on the show from a wrestling point of view it could be the show stealer, basically, yeah. It yeah. easily could. They're both so good. 
you know, they're both great in the ring. They're both very good on the mic. This could easily be a show slot. I mean, in terms of does it, because when he said the alcoholic thing, I thought, although this is a bit cheesy, I'm okay with this. But then when he said, also there's your sister and also there's your mother, I thought, all right, this is getting a bit silly. <laughs> it's like, if I really wanted to insult someone, that doesn't really come up very much. All right, all right. Say if I was, I was like, as you know, James, I got fired from a job last week, right? but I've got another one since, so it's all fine. If I was fired from a job and was still bitter about it, say if I wanted to really insult them, I would just simply shit in a bag and put it through their doorstep. But say, for example, I'd run out of poo and, I didn't, and they didn't have a doorstep, then I would probably find, find someone who they're close to and then poo in their hat. For example, but what I wouldn't do is poo in the hat of both their mother, father and sister. Because for a start, that would probably make me feel ill. I see what you mean. See what I mean? I do. Um, Anyone uh, else ever food in a hat? Email us at www.podcast at googlemail.com. Randy Orton. Um, anyway, uh, uh, no, that would be a bag. That was a bag. That was a bag. I, I do apologise. That crossed my mind yesterday because yeah, didn't he shit in a diva's handbag? Allegedly. Do we know which diva? No. No. I'd like to know. <laughs> well, they, well, there you go then. <laughs> We'll find out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, CM Punk... Who's, if who's, anyone knows who's bag Randy Orton shitting, tweet us at WWPod. Who's winning the Thank match, Mike? Sorry? Who's winning? Well, Randy Orton versus the handbag. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I'd say Randy Orton's <laughs> bottom one. Well, there you go. Um, no, who's, who's winning the match? I want Punk to win. I, I, I'm finding it a bit hard to judge, but I expect Punk. I think Chris Jericho is going to win. Oh, really? And okay. I think they will have a match at Extreme Rules where CM Punk will get it back. Do you think you'll get it back in a ladder match? It could be. I, I, I could see this being the main event at Extreme Rules, assuming if this match goes well. And, and, I think, also, I and think, also assuming there isn't any sort of rock thing. Yeah, and it wouldn't yeah. surprise me, let's be honest, yeah. I don't like screwjob finishes, but if any of the matches is going to have a screwjob finish, yeah, um, well, I think two matches, possibly. A Triple H Undertaker, maybe. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I think yeah. um, in terms of the two championship matches, I think this one is more believable to have a screwjob finish with Chris Jericho winning. Because Chris Jericho has been such a heel, then you... Yeah, I mean... Uh, I don't know. Maybe one way of booking it is basically um, whatever, you know, basically Chris Jericho cannot for the life of him get CM Punk to tap out or pin, despite maybe two or three code breakers and having him in the walls of Jericho for half a minute. So when the referee's back turned, he cheats and that's how he gets to pin. And then he says he's the best in the world. And CM Punk says, no, you're not. You cheated, mate. How about we have an extreme rules match at the next pay-per-view to find that, out, that, you know, on an even that, terms. That, that does make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, and it, yeah, I mean, I think Chris Jericho is going to win, but it won't be clean. I think if one match is not going to be clean, this is possibly the most likely-ish, in my opinion. Have you noticed that the walls of Jericho, i.e. the modified Boston Crab, yep. is these days just a Boston Crab? Yes, yes. It used to be turned, and then he used to bend right over on some of the smaller wrestlers, which he can't do on the bigger ones. He'd better do it with CM Punk. You'd like, so his, so his, uh, you know, so his knees or whatever are on their head almost, aren't they? Just joking. Do, do you know what I mean? The way he used to twist them and bend them over. Especially when you looked at him in WCW when he did it. Do you mean when he puts his knee further back? Yeah. 
Yes. And rest it on their head. Yeah. Or am I thinking of something else? No, that's exactly what I was trying. You oh, described okay. it a lot better than I could. Fair enough. So yeah, it, it's I, that that does sound cool. But I just I just let's be honest. Although he's now got the code breaker, which is a very good move, I don't think your finisher should essentially be a Boston crab. No, but when he used to put the wards on it, it, it looked a lot more than just a Boston crab. But yeah, um, exactly because he would sort of he'd basically be standing up, wouldn't he? Whereas now, it's like I'm a bit older. I'd like to have a sit down. And it's a Boston Crab. Precisely. Well, he has a sit down. It's become a Boston Crab. Why is it called a Boston Do you think Boston Crab is a bloke? Yes. Yes. Hello, I'm Boston Crab. <laughs> so, um, you're... I am from Boston. This is what we sound like. Well, um, from... from... Sounding strange to sounding undead, Mike. Um, I mean, just about <laughs> yeah, you say you're going for CM Punk, I'm going for the uh, former Y2J best in the world of what I do, Chris Jericho. On to Mongoose McQueen, on to Triple H versus The Undertaker. A match, Mike, that you and I stated last year, we didn't really have much interest in seeing it. Not How do you feel now? I'm a lot more into it than I than I certainly. Well, I'm a lot more into it than I thought I would be. Amen. Amen. I mean, basically, it's Triple H versus Undertaker Two is still a bit random. Although they come up with they've come up with good reasons for the match. You know, I was carried out on a stretch, and no one's ever done that to me before. Blah blah blah. You shagged my kitten, whatever. Yeah, they they made me interested, which I thought would never happen for this match. I admit that. It, Exactly. Humble pie for me. Do you want some cream with that? Yes, please. Um, okay. <laughs> but carry on. Sorry, Mike. But also, because they put it in the cage, obviously that, that adds to it. Well, that's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because it's an open arena, and I don't think they can dangle the cage up in the air. I could be wrong. Oh, I see. I hadn't thought. Maybe it'll be airlifted in by exquisite boys. That'd be interesting. It's, it's not Maybe impossible. Not. I don't know how they're going to do it, because it's like a stadium, is it? I think it is. I could be wrong, and this conversation could be completely pointless. But it'd be interesting no, to see what no they com- do. No conversation we have is ever pointless. No, because you don't want, for half the pay-per-view, a bloody hell in a cell hanging around, hanging up it, you know? For, for the main you know it makes it look a bit... Sad. Do you know how English you sounded then? Bloody hell in a cell. <laughs> bloody hell in a cell. Um, you don't want that hanging up, I think, for a WrestleMania, because it makes it look a bit ugly, I think, you know? It would look very strange, wouldn't it? Because like, it's not in a closed arena, it would be kind of odd. It, it, yeah, it would be. Maybe, they, maybe they're going to quickly build a Hell in a Cell out of little bits of, uh, you know, lolly sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give them that. <laughs> Everybody in the front row is going to be given a lolly stick. And they're going to quickly get a bunch of local seven-year-old kids from a nearby school to kind of stick them together to make a hell in a cell. Whoever, whoever hell in a cell is. Well, 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 well yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't really know what to say. To <laughs> um, from, from, lolly, from lolly sticks. Yes? To, Come on, you can do it. From lolly sticks to sucking in 2003 as a wrestler, um, Triple H. Yes. Is he go- who's winning this? Oh, I wonder. Undertaker, let's say that. Um, what role will Shawn Michaels play? 
He's kind of like they've kind of put him as in the middle somewhat now, haven't they? In terms of storyline, it's weird, isn't it? Because on the one hand, like Taker is saying, you want a pure, clean math, but at the same time, a tiny bit of you will be disappointed if Sean doesn't do anything. I predict because I, I said I did say CM Punk, uh, you know, probably the best chance of it not being the only, not not being a clean finish. I do yeah. think if another match is not going to have a clean one. I could see Shawn Michaels going to super kick the Undertaker and hitting Triple H by accident. A bit like SummerSlam '97. Yeah, um, I don't want it to end that way, but I it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Ah. But uh, but then again, I don't know. I, I mean, will you get a referee come out? I mean, we joked the other day. We joked, didn't we? About Mark, I joked about Mike Tyson suddenly coming out and screwing them all and having you know yeah. helping the Undertaker win. So. You see, if we'd said that a couple of years ago, we could have been done for libel. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Fortunately, we're okay. Yes. Because we're shareholders of the WWE, we can say what we like. We are shareholders, and we can pretty much say, well, yeah, you're absolutely right, Mike. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm now going to say the one word we've never said on the show that I've always wanted to say. Polonaise. But, uh, excellent. Polonaise. Um, Moving on. Movie, movie, it's, got, movie it's, it's got to beat The Undertaker. I mean, it's one of those things... Although the streak is a bit of an odd thing in my head because it doesn't have a reason behind it. I kind of think it was a happy accident that it started. Yeah. It, it's, like, I, it's, almost like, it's almost like I don't want The Undertaker to be to be defined by the streak. I want him to be defined by the fact that he's a damn good performer. You know what I mean? Yeah, but let's be honest. I mean, I think this streak, there's something magical about it, and it's something that The Undertaker has, and it's something that he can bring to the Hall of Fame when he does get inducted. I think you, you end it with someone like Triple H. I think it's completely pointless. I don't see the point of ending it, though. It would be very strange, wouldn't it? Because nobody would benefit, really. I mean, yeah, Triple H looks great, but I think Triple H... He's already had a legendary career, rightly or wrongly. So, you know, as you say, why waste that streak? You know, like I say, it's, I don't see where it came from, really. But I can't deny that people love it, and even I find it a bit special. So, you know what, keep it intact. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um... Definitely. I mean, it's, I mean, when you think about it, how many wrestlers... Can you think of that uh, have the talent and the skill to make it believable that you could be unbeaten at WrestleMania? I mean, it's a very short list. It's basically, it's a, not now, Disco. It's a very short list that I don't think Disco Inferno is part of. Shut up! Much as he might want it to be. Yeah, it is. Um, can, you, uh, can you imagine if the Undertaker Street was beaten by Disco Inferno? Uh... Wow! Yes, I could. almost cheer <laughs> because he's such a friend of the show. Yeah, a bit of me would be slightly excited if his streak was beaten by Disco Glen Gilberti Inferno. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, it's unlikely. I mean, it would never work. A fool could tell you it would never work, but sometimes in wrestling. You can't always find the fool when you need him. Shut up, Glenn. <laughs> um, no, um, and yeah, I think you're right. I mean, we've we've said it before. Undertaker is never 
ever um, losing. Ever. Ever. He's never, ever losing that streak, and I don't think he will. Um, Do you think this would be his last one? I was, gonna, I was actually going to ask you the same question. I thought you were, yeah. No. You don't think so? Well, there's no... It wouldn't, I, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, now that sounds a bit like a cop-out, but... There's not, I honestly think they may be making potentially a bigger deal going into it. And there's no news report suggesting that it is his last one, is there? Where they're, you know, where if, even if it was rumoured to be, there'll be a lot more news, I'd feel, coming out that it might be his last one. And I haven't heard anything really substantial about that, if that makes any sense. That makes complete sense, yes. I just can't help but wonder, though, what else could they mean when they say the end of an era? That yeah, yeah, it does make you wonder, though, doesn't it? That that line, the end of an era. Um, it does me. Oh, well, let's hope it's the last Undertaker Triple H match. Um, at Mania. Surely, surely. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. I mean, who else could the Undertaker possibly face? Well, there you go, uh, Disco and I think, um, joking aside, you and I have said, um, John Cena is probably realistically the only oh, one. Oh, of course, yes. Uh, but other than that, I can't think of anyone where you could suspend your disbelief, even for a tiny bit, that he might not win. The Undertaker. Taker versus Cena would be pretty huge. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, they, I can't really think of, I can't really think of anything else. I mean, this has been an interesting feud. It's been built. It's the second best feud that's been built up. And unlike the Jericho CM Punk thing, I think they've done a lot of things right with it. I mean, from Mike. You and I weren't interested in it at all come the beginning of January even uh, this year. Not at all. Not at and all. now we're, you know, it, it's probably, it's probably, you know, one of the three matches I'm more excited about now. Uh, so I've really got to eat humble pie there and eat my words. I suppose so, when you think about it. I mean... I mean, what other match? Other than, I mean, I'm excited for Roxena, obviously. Uh, this one cool. and, and um, CM Punk Jericho and the others I'm not really too fussed about. The others all feel a bit rushed to me. Yes, I mean, which, uh, which doesn't help. But as you say, that 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 isn't why we care about the other three. The other three we care about because they've been built well, as you say, they they've been well promoted and well shaped. If you see what I mean, well promoted, yeah, well promoted, well shaped. I mean, I mean, go quickly going back to the CM Punk uh, Chris Jericho match. Um, yes, I reckon that could be the opener. I mean, they were talking about it on the Wrestling Observer. But it could be really? the opener. Yeah, oh, oh, on the premise that WrestleMania very often runs, oh, you know, it gets, gets quite close to maybe running over the four hours allotted on a pay-per-view, which you, which you really don't want to do at all. Um, uh, and, and it being one of the, and it being the first, you know, I mean, obviously the, the main event's going to be getting a set amount of time and I imagine that's not going to change. But the other matches might uh, um, change. And this one, being at the beginning of the show, there's going to be no restrictions and they're going to get there 15 minutes. I mean, it's happened many times. I think um, um, WrestleMania 22, Mysterio, uh, Orton, Angle, um, where that match was going to be about double the length, but because of the way Mania was running a bit over time at, at that moment in time, it would cut to about nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think um, if, this, if this opened, I wouldn't, I'd be like, oh, I don't really like that, but I would expect a very solid, a solid match. And they'd have all their time. I hadn't thought of it like that. So I suppose what you're saying is it's kind of... It would suck that it's the opener, but it'd be for very good reason. Yeah, and I tell you what, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I mean, if Chris Jericho won and everything, it would be an interesting way, especially if there is a title change, to uh, open Mania up. It happened last year, didn't it, with Edge and Alberto Del Rio? Wasn't that the first match? That was the first match, yes. So they set precedent for it. 
they have set a precedent for it, but I still can't help but side with tradition. I completely agree. Um, but I mean, I guess that's the only positive in, 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 it, in, it, in it being the opener. Um, anything you want to say about these two matches before we go? Well, before we jump off, um, let's see. Anything wrong with it is on Triple H versus The Undertaker. As I say, they've talked about it being the end of an era. They've talked about it being, um, you know, if it's the end of an era, they're saying it's in the Attitude Era, which, which if so, I think is a bit odd because I think those three, two, I think The Undertaker isn't defined by any particular era because he's been around for so long. I think Triple H, you could argue, is more defined by the 2000s, sort of post-Attitude Era, when he really ruled the roots. Yeah, sure, from Mike, 2000 to about 2004, 2005, when he was king. Definitely, when he was the undisputed king. And then you could argue, of course, that he kind of laid way, or whatever the term is, for John Cena. But in terms of the end of an era, I can't help but wonder this. Right? If you if era is an anagram of ear, yeah, and if ear is an anagram of R, and if R is an anagram of Ria, go ahead. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>